Lekutis Sichis, Volume 22, the first Sicha on the portion of Shmini. The title of this article is Time for a Blessing. Upon the completion of Aaron's offerings in the tabernacle on the day of his inauguration, the verse states, I quote you from Leviticus chapter 9, verse 22, And Aaron lifted up his hands towards the people and blessed them. He then descended from, from, uh, from preparing the sin offering, the burnt offering, and the peace offering. That's what the verse says. Now, Rashi comments, And blessed, blessed them. He explains, with the blessing of the Kohanim, the priestly blessing. And he goes on to say, Yivarechecha, which is the first word of the first of the three verses of the blessing, priestly blessing. Yo'er, the first word of the second verse of the priestly blessing. And Yisa, which is the first word of the third verse, third and final verse of the priestly blessing. That is Rashi. Now, there are commentaries that see that Rashi's source to be Torat Kohanim, which refers to Aaron literally performing God's commandment in the book of Numbers to the Kohanim to give priestly blessings. To the point that there are laws concerning the priestly blessing that we extrapolate from this verse here in Leviticus. However, Rashi only explains the simple meaning of the scripture, and he does so specifically for the quoting from Ethics in chapter 5. Five years is the age for the study of scripture. Hence, as Nachmanides asked, how can Rashi say that Aaron performed that which God will only command far later in the book of Numbers? That would completely confuse a five-year-old who's studying the Torah, who is only here to understand the simple meaning of the scripture. Now, as an aside, Nachmanides answers that the verses aren't written in order and that the verse in Numbers was really said by God at this point of time in Leviticus by the inauguration of the tabernacle. And Nachmani brings a proof because in the book of Numbers, the verse right after the three verses, the four verses of the priestly blessing commandment, it says over there, and I quote the verse, and it was that on the day of Moses finishing the erecting of the tabernacle, which is exactly what we're talking about here. That's his proof. However, Rashi would have to at least told the student the rule, quote, from a different Rashi. There is no order of earlier and later events in the chronological order of the narrative of the Torah. He didn't do that. So that can't be what Rashi is talking about. Others give another answer why Rashi would be saying that it's of the priestly blessing, even though the, we don't know about the priestly blessing yet for another book and a half. So others say that Rashi's reasoning is because here Aaron alone is giving the blessing, while right after, literally the next verse states, and Moses and Aaron went into the tent of meeting and blessed the people. Hence, this blessing in verse 22 must be one uniquely to Aaron, the Kohen, being that on this day of the Kohanim, on this day the Kohanim were inaugurated in all their services, including the priestly blessing. That would be why he sees that specifically in verse 22, there's something unique about Aaron, while in verse 23, we now have another blessing of Moses and Aaron. However, this 
commentary, their answer is also difficult to understand for three reasons. One, every inauguration of a, service, of a service was specifically commanded by God to Moses. And it says in the verse, God told Moses and Moses told Aaron to do this offering, that offering. And we didn't find such a commandment concerning the priestly blessing. So this isn't part of the inauguration services that were teaching Aaron about the priestly blessing yet. Number two, why weren't Aaron's sons also Kohanim doing the priestly blessing with their father if it's about the mitzvah of the priestly blessing? And number three, Rashi states that for the days of the inauguration, these eight days, Moses was a Kohen as well. Hence, Moses too should have been giving this priestly blessing in verse number 22. Why does he only join in verse number 23 for a different blessing? Okay, another question on this Rashi. Why does Rashi include with listing the first words of all three verses of the priestly blessing? Now, even if Rashi was concerned that the five years is the age of the study of scripture, that type of kid doesn't know about the priestly blessing, which is first listed in the book of Numbers, Rashi would then usually just list the first word of the entire blessing, followed by an etc. So he should have just said, Yivarechecha, etc., letting the student know you should find out that later there's going to be something about this. Now, as an aside, some say that these three verses, Yivarechecha, Yoer, and Yisa, are specifically connected with the types of sacrifices that Aaron just offered. What does that mean? So the sin offering is connected to Yivarechecha because that verse says, may God bless you and protect you, meaning protect you from sin. Hence, that's connected to the sin offering that he just brought. Now, the burnt offering, which is an atonement for evil thoughts. So that's connected to the word Yo'er. May God shine his face upon you and favor you. Why? Sin of the mind is which the mind is the cause of the shine of man. So that's connected with the burnt offering, which is connected with the sin of the mind. Number three, the peace offering, Yisa. May God raise his countenance towards you and grant you peace. Hence the connecting with the peace offering. And this is the proof that Aaron's blessings was not a general blessing like that of King Solomon at the inauguration of the Holy Temple. Hence, Rashi brings these words as his proof that this was the priestly blessing. That's how some commentaries answer the question of why Rashi lists the first word of all three of the verses of the priestly blessing. However, it is extremely difficult to say that Rashi, in his simple meaning of the scripture, means such a fine alluding of these words without even pointing it out to the student. Let's go to the next Rashi on this verse. The next Rashi in this verse quotes the words, he then descended and says, from the altar. Question. The verse itself states, he then descended from preparing the sin offering and the place of the sin offering is upon the altar. Hence, what is Rashi's intention by saying, where did he descend from? The altar. We know that. Now, as an aside, some say that being that the verse states the he then descended after the and blessed them, 
Therefore, Rashi comes to tell us that Aaron did not do his blessing upon the altar and then come down, which is the order in which the verse is listing it, but that first Rashi came down, the Aaron came down from the altar and then immediately did the blessing. That's why he points out he then descended from the altar and then he blessed them. However, this won't work for Rashi. Why? For three reasons. Number one, this would mandate that we say, quote, the verse is transposed. And even though Rashi himself has used this rule, however, A, only in extreme situations because it's not simple, and B, expressed explicitly, since it is contrary to simple meaning of the scripture to say that the verse is transposed. Number two, from Rashi's words, from the altar, there isn't even a hint to anything other than what the verse tells itself is saying. There's no hint here that he's trying to say that the verse is transposed. And number three, the priestly blessing is not a service done by the altar. And therefore, without Rashi telling us, we would have understood that Aaron did the priestly blessing after he descended from the altar. Hence, we still have the question, what is Rashi telling us with the words, he then descended means from the altar. The explanation. When Rashi says, and bless them with the blessing of the Kohanim, Rashi means this in its most simplest sense, that Aaron simply chose the verses of what was to become the priestly blessing. But not that Aaron was performing the obligatory service of a Kohen to do the priestly blessings, which we're first going to learn about in the book of Numbers. Now, isn't that an interesting coincidence? Why did Aaron choose especially these three verses, which will one day become the priestly blessings? Because they embodied exactly what Aaron wanted to bless Israel with at the time when he was upon the altar, just having done his sin offering. Meaning that, according to Rashi, actually this blessing was done when he was on the altar because it's specifically connected with the sin offering, as we're about to see. Being that the purpose of the tabernacle was, let's quote the verse in Exodus when we're building it, and they shall make me a sanctuary and I will dwell in their midst. And Moses told Aaron right before he did this service, I quote the verse, this is the thing the offering, the services of Aaron, God has commanded, do it and the glory of God will appear. Hence, it is understood why Aaron is now blessing Israel because right now it's all going to happen. He's doing this service and through this service, we're actually going to have the fulfillment of the tabernacle that God's glory will appear. Why does that need a blessing? So let's see. We see that when actually the entire tabernacle was finished, it says in Exodus that Moses had to bless, which is also a, a prayer, by the way. He had to bless Israel. And what does he say? Rashi says, may it be his will that the Shekhinah, the divine presence, should rest in the work of your hands. In other words, besides building the Mishkan, there was no divine presence yet until Moses blessed slash prayed in order for God's and I will dwell in their midst to actually happen. 
Therefore, Aaron understood that when he is performing the offerings of, quote, this is the thing, and the glory of God will prepare that he had to give a blessing, which is also a prayer, for the mission of, I will dwell in their midst, to be fulfilled. Moses and Aaron would afterwards give an all-encompassing blessing, but Aaron right now on the altar is giving a particular blessing for the service that he just did on the altar that it should fulfill its mission and that the glory of God should appear. Let's understand why Aaron felt that this would have to happen and that's why he picked these three verses. In order for Aaron's service to bring the I will dwell in their midst, Aaron must first obtain complete atonement from the sin of the golden calf from God. Because that is the exact opposite, the antithesis of God's resting in the, in the tabernacle. That sin that the entire Jewish nation did. Most of the Jewish nation. Therefore, Aaron chooses these specific three verses of his blessing slash prayer upon the altar when he offers the sin offering. Let's see why these three verses. Number one, Yivarechecha. May God bless you and protect you. Being that Aaron was involved with the sin of the golden calf, hence Aaron states that this is not about him, but about may God bless you. Number two, Yoir. May God shine his face upon you and favor you. That to shine his face upon and upon you and favor you, Rashi says it means that it be in a pleasant and radiant countenance. That's what Aaron was praying and blessing the Jews. And for this to happen, Aaron continued with number three, Yisa. Now, Yisa simply means lift up your face. However, his face. However, Yisa also comes from the word in the book of Numbers, which I'm sorry, in the book of Exodus, which says, Noise Ovoin. He forgives iniquities. As Rashi defines the blessing of Yisa, may God raise his countenance towards you to mean by suppressing his wrath. Hence, we understand that now that he brought the sin offering, which is supposed to be the ultimate and complete forgiveness for the, for the golden calf. Hence, he points out these three verses specifically, not because they're going to be the priestly blessing, but because that's what he needs to do right now on the altar to make sure that this brings upon that Jewish people, the glory, the glory of God will appear. Hence, he has to point out this is not about me because I also partook in the golden calf. This is about may God bless you. Number two, the blessing should be that God shine his countenance upon you in a pleasant and radiant countenance. And for that to happen, number three, Yisa, God has to completely forgive for the sin.